It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. You're listening to Getting Bullied, a Flyers hockey podcast. Now crank it up and rip the knob. Boy, that escalated quickly. Podcast partner of PhillyIsFlyers.com. This is Getting Bullied. I am Mark Giannone, alongside, sitting next to you for the first time, Dan, alongside Dan Silver, as we're out here in uh, the Jetro parking lot for the final uh, game for the Flyers with against the Hurricanes. Dan, what's up? Not much, man. Yeah, this is, uh, we went to a game earlier this year, but we didn't do a podcast. So this is the first time we've recorded a podcast while sitting next to each other. Uh, I'm very, you know, you're very, very physically impressive specimen, so <laughs> I'm a little bit intimidated right now. Uh, well, you know, I've been getting a lot of comparisons to Bryce Harper, which I'm obviously very happy about. From the neck up, you look a little <laughs> bit like Bryce Harper. I do Harper. a little bit like Bryce Harper from the neck up. So here we go. It's the final game for the Flyers. and Thank God. Yeah, it's been a long season. And then we were talking earlier to uh, Heather Barry, the Phileas Flyer photographer, great, great photographer, She's uh, with a lot of outlets, and she was saying the same thing, how it's been a long season. Thank God it's over. And here we are, game 82 of 82, home game 41 of 41. Flyers are out of the playoffs. We predicted this a while ago, you and I. And, you know, it's upsetting, but at the same time, what's most upsetting to me is the fact that it's a relief for the season to end. Because all the turmoil the team has went through, all the ups, the few ups they've had, mostly downs, and it was a season that we looked like the whole franchise changed in one season. You have a new head coach, you have a new general manager, probably going to have a new head coach in the offseason because Scott Gordon hasn't done much to impress really anybody. And here we are, Dan, at the end of it, and the Flyers are missing the playoffs again. And it, it leaves fans wanting more, but I don't know. You know, it's an unsatisfying feeling when you're when you're sitting here on the last day of the season and you just you just can't wait for it to be over. I mean, I'm very satisfied because I've got my Yingling and my Carter Hart koozie. That's which a I thing. Bought for five dollars <laughs> from the, a, the nice gentleman who was walking around the parking lot. That's the disclaimer on this on this podcast is this is being done under uh, under the guise of alcohol, which could enhance things. You know, it, it I was, mean. So, yeah, it, this flyer season, and I'm sure we'll do a longer recap episode, but um, just not very not very fulfilling. I mean, we, we, we did get we got rid of Dave Haxtell. A lot of Flyers fans wanted that to happen. Right. We got to see a lot of the young kids come up, which is what a lot of people wanted to see. But, you know, there were a lot – there's a lot of questions in the offseason, and, and Chuck Fletcher is going to be making some drastic changes this offseason. We've he seen people to. say they need to add a second-line center, top-nine forward, and a top-four defenseman. Well, they can't do all that with the, let's say, $16 million worth of, of cap space that they'll have after signing all their restricted free agents. But um, there you go. There you go. But um, <laughs> cheers, buddy. Cheers. There we go. So they're going to have to make some trades. It's going to be – there's going to be some guys traded this summer that – probably going to set some people I, I i think that it's shane goss i think shane goss yeah. bear is one of the likely candidates to be traded jake Vorchek maybe but his contract is not as easy to move as shane goss bear and you know the draft's going to be very interesting because unrestricted free agency 
does not start until after the draft. So they're going to have some decisions at the draft. You know, they're, they're going to have a pick that's probably going to be either 10, 11, or 12. We're going to find out tonight. They could get a lot if they want to trade that pick. And I feel like Chuck Fletcher is going to be focused on next season and the season after. And whoever they draft in the first round is not going to help this coming season. Right. Probably not the season after. Maybe. So the question comes in, would they be better off trading that pick and trying to go after a defenseman like Jared Spurgeon mm-hmm. or a forward who might be a trade target? I don't know who it could be. But there's, I think it's going to be a very active offseason and they'll probably try and get Joel Quenville as the head coach. So there's there's a lot of questions to be answered. And like the Phillies are the darling of this town now. The Eagles are going to be a Super Bowl contender. The Sixers are on the up and up. Right. The Flyers have got to do something this offseason to kind of get this town's attention. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since the Flyers have been kind of the fourth team in the city. I mean, the Flyers have always had a loyal filing. They still do. I, I you know I don't know what the crowd's going to be like tonight, but you're you're absolutely right. I mean, this not so much. It's going to be an active offseason, but it absolutely has to be for the Flyers. And if you're asking me, if they get no matter what pick they get, 10, 12, whatever, I would I would absolutely trade it because the the the, stock, the the farm system right now is stocked pretty full. They have a good farm system. We all know that. So this has to be an offseason where the Flyers are really going to go after it and and make this team better for next season. They have to make that they have to make a jump next season. They can't they can't be a borderline playoff team going into the 2019-2020 season. They have to be they have to be a good team because it's it's gotten to the point where every year there's just you're in this you're in this state of complacency and they have the money finally. All the all the Holmgren contracts are pretty much washed now. They have the money, they have a high draft pick. So they have an opportunity here to really turn this team around. And make it head and shoulders better than what it is right now. Carter Hart's going to be your starter full time next season. What are they going to do at the at the backup goalie position? We were kind of episode ago. We were kind of split. You want Brian Elliott? I'm fine with Cam Talbot. Either way, I think you know it might not be either. Right. I mean, both guys have not been playing very well down no. the stretch. It's probably more likely that it would be Talbot than Elliott. You know, it's just my personal opinion that I think Elliott's going to have a good bounce-back season next year. But the reality is he's probably not going to be here in Philadelphia. So that's definitely a question mark. And a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know what, it doesn't matter, the backup goalie, we've got Carter Hart. The backup goalie's going to probably play 30 it's games a, next yeah, season. Yeah, that's a big deal. So it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, so I mean, that'll be something interesting. To especially for a young goaltender. We're not talking about Martin Brodeur right now. I mean, if you have Brodeur, Patrick Waugh, you're saying it doesn't really matter who our goalie is. But when you have a guy that's going to be entering his first full NHL season, it's a huge deal who your backup goalie is. And you need a, that's why I don't want Brian Elliott, because you need a guy that need, that's reliable. In the last two, se- the two seasons that Brian Elliott has been with the Flyers, he has been reliable from a health standpoint. When he's been healthy, he's been pretty solid, and the team around him hasn't been very good. So that's why I wouldn't bring back Brian Elliott, because I, I feel like you know he's had some soft tissue stuff, which for a goalie is a big deal, especially when you have an older goalie, which he is. So that's why I wouldn't bring back Brian Elliott, but they need to have somebody in here that's going to be a very strong, reliable backup for Carter Hart, because you, you know... This isn't the 70s. You're not going to play your goalie, you know, whatever, 70 games a year. I, I completely agree. But I want to give a shout-out to, uh, to a 
Billy who came out to support us. One of our loyal fans, his uh, Twitter is at underscore Laud Giroux. And uh, thanks a lot to Billy for coming out. He's enjoying some beers with us. He's a junior at Temple, so it's, it's kind of interesting. I know we've got a special guest that's going to be coming on soon. First, I just want to go on a quick rant about this 11th yeah, yeah. seven defenseman thing because I can't take it anymore. You know, they sent Phil Myers down to the Phantom so they could call up Mark Friedman. Look, I, I get it. It's great that Friedman's making his NHL debut. He deserves it. But right. sending down Phil Myers is just insane. They When they brought up Phil Myers, he didn't play for like two weeks. And their their reasoning was, hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, he could be helping the Phantoms, but he's going to learn more about playing at the NHL level by practicing with the Flyers than playing with the Phantoms. Right. Now, all of a sudden... They send him down, presumably so that he can help the Phantoms with the playoff push, instead of being there for the final Flyers game of the season, going through the cleaning out the locker experience, uh, which as a Flyers player is probably going to have to get used to a lot. Right. Yeah, it's a tradition around here. Right. But, you know, it's... So now... And then they're scratching Bailey. So they're going with 11 forwards and 7 defensemen tonight. I don't understand this. You can dress 18 skaters. You play four lines and three defense pairings. It's pretty simple math, right? <laughs> 12 forwards, so you have four lines, right. and six defensemen, so that you have three defense pairings. This has got to be... I was I started looking it up earlier today, and it just got to be too tedious. This has got to be the 12th or 15th time this season that this head coach has gone with a lineup with 11 forwards and seven defensemen. It does not make any sense, no. maybe once or twice in a pinch, but for the amount of time he's doing it, it's basically giving up on the game, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's saying that you don't have enough good forwards, and your 11 forwards, by the way, include Corbin Knight and Phil Veroni, who are both not NHL caliber no, players. No, they're not. So Veroni's I, been up here for this, a while, I think too. more than anything, this, this insistence on this 11 forward, 7 defense uh, lineup is convinced me that Gordon has got to go. So anyway, rant over. You, know, you want to bring her in? ready to go to the game, but I know that we've got a, a guest. We do. All right. So, um, so basically, what we have going on here at Philly is flyer. And as Dan steps away and lets our special guests come in, what we have going on here at Philly is flyer is um, it's pretty exciting. And myself, me, and Dan started this podcast. Well, really, I mean, I started it, brought Dan on about two years ago, and it's been a fun ride. And we're going to continue doing it. And Phileas Flyer has been killing it. We're very happy with what's going on, and we're expanding. And that's what this announcement is. is uh, It's announcing our expansion as a brand. So basically what we have going on is we're going to be announcing soon. Well, right now. I mean, we're going to be bringing up the uh, Phileas Flyer podcast network, which will be me and Dan doing what we've been doing for two years now. And a very special project, a very special show, which will be to my knowledge, the first all-female Flyers podcast, I don't know what's out there as far as hockey-wise, but uh, it's going to be the first all-female Flyers podcast, which is awesome stuff. And I have here Angelina of Phileas Flyer. You want to make sure you're talking to the blue right there. So um, I have Angelina from Phileas Flyer, and we've kind of been working on this now for about a month. Little, yeah, a little more than that, and the whole podcast network is going to be great. It's going to be, um, you know, interviews with beat writers and players and things like that. It's going to be me and Dan, and it's also going to be you and uh, Danielle, uh, you and Danielle, who are going to be hosting the uh, 
Mother Puckers Mother Podcast, Puckers. Yep. which is an awesome name. It's Thank a play you. on Thank words, you. which everybody loves. So I'm going to turn it over to Angelina, kind of talk about, you know, wh- what you guys are going to be talking about, where you guys are going to be taking this. And I say guys, but I mean girls. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so don't take that as disrespect, but kind of just, you know, give everybody at, you know, that's listening a feel for what they can expect from your podcast. All right, so we have the Mother Puckers podcast, which is the first all-girls-run podcast. Um, I think we have about eight now. Um, from To what I've understood, it is the most girls that we've had. <laughs> As she drops her phone. <laughs> um, There's a lot of alcohol being passed around. <laughs> um, so we have the most um, on our podcast. From what I understand, um, a lot of other podcasts are all female. Um, we have the, the largest of girls right um so what we're doing is basically we have a lineup of segments that we're going to do uh we will do um a superwoman spotlight which will highlight all women in sports whether it's hockey or any other sport um we're gonna do focus mainly on nhl highlights um flyers specifically eventually we'll get into um prospects depending on like, you know, what happens after the draft and, and right. where we go from there. Um, with the Metro teams, I think with the playoffs happening on the day that we're releasing this first podcast, um, it'll be mainly highlighted for that for the next couple weeks. Starting in the off season, we will focus on the draft. We're going to focus on the CWHL just now shutting its doors. Right. Um, they have partnered with the NWHL for two of their teams. Uh, we will focus on that free agency that's happening. Mainly, it will be the girls' perspective of the NWHL, the NWHL, or the NHL. Right. And um, basically, you know, we get doors shut in our face all the time, simply being female fans of hockey. Right. It's not easy out here. So, me and Danielle are going to be the hosts. Allie, um, at Mustang Sally. Um, on Twitter, she is our content creator. Rebecca um, at underscore Broad Street Becky, I believe, is her. Yeah, Twitter that's it. at. She is our producer. Incredible group of women. Yeah. Um, looking forward to it. First uh, podcast will be out on the twelfth, which is next Friday, um, and we're really excited about it. Anthony has been really supportive. The owner of PIF. Um, you guys have been really supportive, letting me come on here and you know announce this. Our Twitter is going to be done. Uh, hopefully by the end of today and yeah we're looking forward to it yeah i mean look there's there's such a there's such a bias in sports covering of sports just talking about sports in general at the bar and you know the the initial thing and this is like this is the most popular thing where like if a girl says like oh i love and i'm gonna say shane gossespair because you're wearing his his jersey yeah, right yeah. now like if a girl says like oh i love shane gossespair the initial most asshole guys the first thing they say is like oh you probably just like because you think he's cute right yeah but i could bust out stats for you like it's nobody's business i'm sure yeah and that's that's the point that's what we're trying to do here and that's what's great about what we're doing at phileas flyer what you girls are doing it's it's (laughs) yeah i really can't i mean i can't thank you guys enough for for just for taking, you know, because it's not, we don't get paid for what we do, obviously. No, no. And and you know what? It's it's for the love of the game. You know, these women are probably the most knowledgeable people I've ever met in my life about hockey. 
and their take on what we're seeing with not only the Flyers, but the entire league. And, um, you know, hearing them day in and day out talk about something that they love, which is just the game of hockey all around is incredible. And to bring that in a podcast for everybody else to hear is is going to be really great, you know. So let me ask you this. I mean, we're, we're here. We're tailgating. We've had a couple drinks in us now. I'll, I'll take the Miller Lite. It's fine. I'm, I'm putting in my drink order. <laughs> so, like, this this team, um, like, how do you see the Flyers moving forward? Because this is obviously a big, it's a big offseason for them right now. They have, they have money to play with, which we've talked about. The fans are excited about it. From your perspective, as you see it, and me and Dan talked earlier about the possibility, and I think it's pretty likely Shane Gossespierre gets moved in the offseason. I mean, like, where do you see, what do you need to see happen for the Flyers for you? Because right now, I, I, I'm i pretty low. And Dan said it earlier, the Flyers are fourth ranked right now in the city. The Phillies are killing it. The Sixers are about to enter the playoffs. The Eagles are making their, they're, they're gearing up for another, for another Super Bowl run. Yeah. And the Flyers are just kind of sitting stagnant. And we're here on the last day of the season. We have not, at, at right now, the only hope we have is the money the Flyers have and hoping Chuck Fletcher can have a good offseason. I think what we're aiming for is, I mean, obviously the NHL isn't as privileged with cap space as baseball is. I mean, we just got Bryce Harper for however much money. He's 13 years, $330 million. Ridiculous amount of money. Now, the NHL has a cap. Uh, right. Baseball doesn't, so we're a little plagued with, with that, you know. Um, I think a coaching change is in order. I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but, you know, Coach Q is on the market. That's all they need. That's all they that's need. All they that's, need. That's, that's, that's all they need. Look, let me put it this way. If you're starting a business and the best person, let, let's say you need to hire, I don't know, I'm a carpenter, so I'll, I'll open it up to that. If you're starting a business and you need to hire a carpenter and the best carpenter well, the second best car because Mike Babcock's probably the best coach out there right Absolutely now. Absolutely, wouldn't deny But he's it. employed. So if the second best carpenter is available for you to start your construction business, why wouldn't you go hire that guy? Absolutely. And that's where the Flyers are with Joel Quinville. He's out there. Why wouldn't they bring him in? I think they have the money for it. He couldn't be looking for a better market with the amount of young guys that we have on this roster right now and the amount of young guys that we have coming up. I mean, Carter Hart alone would make me sign if I were Coach Q. I don't doubt it at all. So um, I think with that, I think moving Drew to a different point. I know a lot of people are going to hate that, but, you know, winger isn't so bad. Um, would I bring up anybody else? No, Farabee needs at least a year yeah. in the I mean, he's not. He's not ready for this. He's, he's not, not ready, ready at all. Um, I think coming out of college, you need to put those boys in, in their place for a while. Um, our prospect, this team, I put it on Twitter. I'll put it out there. It's a pin tweet on my Twitter right now. Within the next five years, I expect a Stanley Cup. In See, that's city. the problem, and that's where it pisses me off, because we've been talking about the last five years for fifteen years now with the Flyers. I think and, now it's plausible, though. And I, here's what we've been in this position before, where we've said that. And here's where I'm hoping that the Flyers and Chuck Fletcher mostly has some. I hope he has a fire lit under his ass, because every other team in the city right now is a viable and a realistic contender for their respective championships. Any one of the teams, in the, any other of the teams in the city, you can make an argument and say, yeah, they could win a championship this year. And the Phillies just turned their entire franchise around to one offseason. The Flyers need to have the same level offseason 
to get this city invested in what they're doing. And they have all of... They have the ability to do so. I think that the draft being pushed by so many people saying that that's what we need and... and You have a real problem with your phone, by the way. (laughs) That the draft is so important. I think we have enough people in our AHL and in on the roster right now where the draft doesn't even really matter to us it's how we utilize the players that we have right now and under hack it wasn't it wasn't doing so well and with this new coach you know he worked with these players when they were on the phantoms and I think he did really well to turn around the season from what it was in the beginning and I expect great things starting next season as long as it stays at the pace that it has been where players are being utilized the way that they should be and players are put in the positions that they should be and if they need to be moved around to fill in for somebody else who's going to do better then that's what they need to do and I've never been one who turns down change I'll take it especially with this team because they are ridiculous it, it's been embarrassing it has been it's been embarrassing yeah. and and being a fan I will never waver from them however it's been sickening to say that I am a Flyers fan right now especially with the way that they've been playing the Metro is a dominant force to be reckoned with right yeah. now, especially with the Caps coming off of the Stanley Cup high from last season. I think, honestly, I think that they're going to be doing fine in the playoffs. And I think that this team needs to learn from the other teams around them of what we're doing differently. Look at that. And um, That's 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 personal assistance I, right I there. did see you spill a little bit, though. It's okay. She had, her, she had <laughs> our friend Dave hand deliver her her straw burrito. <laughs> I don't like beer. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, I just honestly, this this off season, they need to figure out where they're putting their players and what they're going to do with them. The draft, it, it's a big deal for the future. But right now, within the next five years, again, I know you don't want to hear it, but I see a cup run and I see it with the players that we have now. All right, better Philadelphia athlete right now, Claude Giroux, Bryce Harper. Oh God. Um. <laughs> all right, based off of stats, uh, I feel like better is. Better, better is a strong word, but mo- bigger impact on their team, Bryce Harper, Claude Giroux. I would have to say Bryce Harper only because he's done such a big transformation in such a short amount of time. Claude Giroux is, he will be... Top five, all t- top three all-time Flyers organization. Absolutely, and I feel like if the Flyers were to put him in the Flyers Hall of Fame tomorrow, nobody would argue with him. Right. Even yeah. being a current player on the roster if he were to retire tomorrow i would expect a um ceremony for him next season yeah absolutely absolutely. he is without fail he is one of the better captains that we've had within the last 20 years yeah and that's i mean really it's same in lindros well in the last 20 i'm trying to i'm trying to do the quick math i can't really do it yeah it's probably him and lindros are the top two agreed and you know it yeah you're right you're right about that well so there you go the Mother Puckers podcast debuts when? Friday? Friday the 12th. Friday the 12th. And uh, it's just part of the Philly is Flyer podcast network. It's going to be the Mother Puckers podcast. It's going to be me and Dan here at Getting Bullied. There's going to be some other short, you know, audio things going on. Uh, I plan on putting out some interviews once a week next season, hopefully, uh, with beat writers, former players, whoever, fans, whatever. There's more there's more to come from Phileas Flyer and Angelina can't thank you enough for hopping on making this announcement. Absolutely, I, thank you. I have no I've no doubt in my mind that you girls are going to kill it. And I'm I'm looking out at the Jetro parking lot here. It looks pretty empty and that's 
That doesn't make me feel good for what I'm about to see when I go inside the Wells Fargo Center. But it kind of is what it is. And we are 6.35, so we have to start wrapping it up so we can head inside. This is going to be a short, probably this will be the shortest episode of Getting Bullied ever. And I apologize for that, but we just had to get the announcements out there. We had to get a chance for me and Dan to go face-to-face, which we've never done before. So it's been a lot of fun. Angelina, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. No problem. Where are we going? Ots or Skeeters later? Ots. Ots. Ots Washington Township. If you guys want to, you're not going to hear it until tomorrow, so it's not going to matter. I'm going <laughs> to be hungover playing softball. Well, for all you guys out there that have been listening, thank you so much for supporting us all season, supporting us all last season, and uh, being loyal listeners. And we're going to keep it coming. Obviously, the draft is a big time. Dan, Dan's over there. He's the big fucking, uh, he's a big prospect guy. So, He's all he's anal about getting to the game all the time, so I gotta cut this short. But Dan will be putting out his prospect list. We'll be having draft coverage for the upcoming season. It's April. We're already talking about we're already talking about the draft in June. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have a tremendous life until I talk to you again. Fuck it, let's go Flyers. <laughs>